Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. We're back oh, there at you it. Are. There you are. I'm, I'm well, here. Okay. No. I'm here. Took, took you a minute. I was wondering if I was recording this podcast solo. No. Tonight. No, Daniel. I wouldn't no. leave you hanging like that. No, I appreciate I'm not that. Gonna do, I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, we're back for another episode on the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, and we're here to talk all things Georgia football and basketball. We got a game against Auburn coming up this weekend. Again, if you've lived under a rock or in a cave, you're probably Dan's You're probably an relatives. Auburn fan. Yeah, probably yeah. an Auburn fan. Uh, or you're a University of Florida ath- football uh, player who's hiding from Mrs. Mullen. <laughs> That's, hey, hashtag time's up. That's true. That's true. Uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel and I are fans uh, just like you are, Daniel. Isn't that right? That's why we do this podcast. Isn't that correct? It is correct. Clint, funny you should mention that. We are, in fact, a podcast for fans and by fans. Um, uh, and that's just what you get on this podcast. You get fans talking about fan stuff. This is not um, this is not recruiting insider jargon. This is not deep dive analytics. This is not former NFL GMs pretending to know. We're not going to have Matt Hasselbeck as a guest on at any point. Oh, wait, Matt the, Hasselbeck, never a GM. Yeah, well, I get that. I was. Those are two different things. Those are oh. <laughs> those are two. Those are two different references there. Tim Brando, though, we would love to talk to you about your college football playoff rankings if you're listening to the show. Um, give Come us on a call. In, Sorry we missed your last one. Um, it was an out. We didn't recognize the number, and so we screened it. Uh, we are um, Georgia fans first and foremost. We would love to talk to you as another Georgia fan. Um, uh, so if you want to interact with us, you can always um, uh, give us a shout-out. Send us an email, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at uh, DogsPodcast on there. Uh, if you got ideas, things you'd love to hear us talk about, if you got questions that you'd love to have us answer, um, uh, segment ideas, we're always open. Um, oh, executive yeah. producer, intern, sound sound engineer, coffee oh, boy, add- Michael. You- uh, oh, man, you added two new jobs to his title. He is, um, he's been away from his desk for, I don't know, going on six months or so now. Oh, that, and, I was, I was going to say 29 months, but yeah, uh, sure, we'll go six. And so we are looking, we are looking, actively looking for a replacement for him. So if you got ideas for segments for the show, we'd love to hear them. Um, uh, but we're here every day, Monday through Friday. Give us a rating, give us a review, subscribe to the podcast, all those good things that we tell you to do every day. Today, it's all about making you money on those locks, but yep. really, it's all about getting a, doing a deep dive into this Auburn game, because we spend the first full segment here um, just going neck deep into the situation down on the plains of Auburn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Clint, let's, let's jump into it. How are you feeling let's- about this UGA-Auburn game? Uh, Daniel, I got I to gotta tell you, uh, I don't know if this matters at all. This is just purely subjective. There is no objectivity in what I'm about to say. But well, that'll be this... new. That'll be new to the podcast. <laughs> wait, Normal, wait. Normally, you're so level-headed. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Daniel and I, we got some hot takes, and we got some feels every now and then. Uh, also, some conspiracy theories that may or may not have been proven true. Well, um, don't stand too close pro- to the microwave with that hat on. Just proven don't, just, true. Okay, okay. Uh, Daniel, I have the same feeling about this game that I did 
before Missouri kickoff that I did before cocktail kickoff. Daniel, I, I'm feeling high and mighty right now about our proposition for putting a beat down on Auburn come Saturday, Daniel. It's hard to go into Jordan Hare Stadium and feel like you're going to put a beat down on a team. Um, this team plays really well at home. Team has a good enough defense. You feel like they should be able to keep this game close. They kept it close against yeah. LSU. Feel like they can probably take keep it close against Georgia. I just wonder. I wonder. They scored 23 points against LSU, I believe. Or did they score 20? I can't remember. 20. They scored 20 LSU they, had 23. Yeah. They, they scored 20 points against LSU. I, I just don't see Georgia giving them 20 points in this game nope. now. I don't see it. Um, I see I see Georgia giving up single digits, Clint. I'm going to go ahead well, and say, gonna say I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to say single digits. I think Daniel, you you think that Georgia's going to have a Georgia defensive game, a typical Georgia defensive game because I don't know if it, much has been made, but what's the really the one thing our defense does better than anything else, Daniel? They don't let you score. Ah, that's the thing. Is, Is that, that good in the footballing? Well, it's hard because on the one hand, it's the only thing that matters. But okay, on yep. the other hand, it's still the only thing that matters. Who cares about anything else? Uh, yes and amen. I don't know if you okay. have noticed, Daniel. Uh, Auburn keeps on going back and forth. I keep on reading reports that they are still to this day talking about which running back should emerge out of the backfield. Look, Daniel, the, the college football season is is rapidly coming to a close. Little bit long in the tooth to be trying to figure out who the right guy to hand the ball to is. Would you no. say that Georgia Georgia's Georgia got pretty firmly established pecking order there in the backfield, eh? Well, yes, uh it's his name is DeAndre. Mm-hmm. And then it's Swift. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then it's DeAndre Swift, uh-huh. the best running back in all of college football. Mm-hmm. And then, and then what may, and then it's Brian Harrion. Yes, and the, then the it's, man, the myth, the legend. And then it's throw the damn ball already. Because what, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? It's fifteen times in a row with these two names. <laughs> Let's get it to somebody else. Um, no, Daniel. The and and on top of that, if you have running backs that you don't know who's going to carry the ball, and then you have Bo Nix as your primary signal caller, I don't want I don't want Bo Nix leading anything I'm a part of. Uh, a a I don't know, a Shriners Day Parade or my team out onto the to the gridiron. I don't want anything to do with that. No You're thank not, you. Like if if there's a if there's a board game night being hosted at one of your friends' house yes. and you show up and there's just a pile of great board games, some great snacks, there's a great uh-huh. dip over on the table. And Queso then Daniel. In, Queso. And then and then in walks Bo Nix and he says, All right guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna facilitate this this game night. You just you're right out the door. <laughs> Kids, let's go get the coats. <laughs> out we're not, the door. Now. We're not we're not staying. We can't stay. <laughs> I can't stay any longer. Getting getting uh, getting close to bedtime. School tomorrow. It's a Friday, um, uh, Clint. Let's not let's not bury the lead. Georgia no. is favored by three points in this game. We are going to cover mm-hmm. that. You can lock it up. You can go ahead and yep. take it to the window. Clint and I agree. Clint, how do we do when we agree this year? Are we any good when we agree? Oh, Daniel, when we agree, we are 12 and 3. 12 and 3 when we agree, Daniel, on the games which matter to you because you should be betting money on those games that we agree on. 
Georgia minus three is absolutely a lock. Let me ask you this, yep. Clint, though, because we both just alluded to it. The over-under for this game mm-hmm. is 40 and a half points, Clint. Oh, my. Are you ready? That is a low number. That's a that very is a low number. low number. Holy We geez. both just said Auburn is not going to get to 10. Are you ready to lock up that under? That is a... I'm sorry. I didn't hear you because I'm signing into my my bookie's website right <laughs> that now. Is, I'm sorry. That is a – if you bet the under on a 40 and a half, may God have mercy on your soul, that is a tough sweat. That is – every time someone gets a first down, you get a little sick to your stomach. You're crossing midfield and you're going, no, fumble, fumble. Um, it's tough. It's very tough. That's a, t- that's a but tough. But if one. I if I had to lean, I mean, I'm telling you, if I had to lean, I think the score, I think the score of this game is like twenty to nine. That's I think that very like, fair. I feel like that's and that is a safe, safe under, right yep. there. Not sweating that at all. Uh, no, Daniel. Any other any other general takes on this game? Anything we should be looking looking for in particular on the defensive or offensive side of the ball for for the dogs? I alluded to it last week, uh, or last week, last uh, yesterday on the pod. Seems um, like a uh, week ago, Daniel. It feels like feels like nine weeks ago. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just read some numbers to you. Lawrence Cager leads the team in receiving yards, uh-huh. and and no one was surprised. Four hundred and seventy yards receiving. Uh, George Pickens second on the team with three hundred and eighty nine yards receiving. Oh. Okay. Um, do you know who's third on the team? Uh, uh, D-Rob. It is D-Rob with 229. Okay. DeAndre Swift has, um, DeAndre Swift has 172, which is, which would be good for fifth on the team, but I'm, I'm excluding running backs from this conversation. Uh, do you know who's fourth in receiving? Mm, Blaylock. It is Blaylock at 209. And do you know who's fifth in, with excluding running backs, do you know who's fifth in receiving yards? Charlie? It's Eli. Ooh, Eli. Charlie yeah. has 35 yards receiving on the year. <laughs> and they all came on one catch. And <laughs> most of them came on one play. Uh, Eli Wolf has 142, 11 catches for 142 yards this year. I expect a big game. From either Dominic Blaylock or Demetrius Robertson this week, that's okay. my prediction. Um, I expect either George Pickens or or Lawrence Cager, and I cannot imagine a scenario where it's not Pickens who falls off. But I expect one of those two guys to not have a great day. But I expect a second yeah. receiver to emerge from Demetrius Robinson or Dominic Blaylock. I think we'll be able pa- we'll be able to pass the ball just enough. I do sure. not expect again a high scoring game, but but yeah, I think a comfortable win for Georgia. Yeah. Uh Daniel really quick, I want to revisit. Daniel and I have a year long bet that we make well before the season. Uh and one of the questions we made on this bet Daniel, you and I oh, went toe to toe on who would have <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't want to talk about oh, this. We make oh no, this, this is... bet. We make this bet before any games have been played. Just yeah, so you I, just. We make this bet before even the first depth chart comes out, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, mostly we, before we... fall practice. Yeah. All right. Mo- more receptions: Blaylock, Pickens, or Landers. 
Uh, and you had Landers up there, which like that's your boy. You gotta oh. stick with him. So, um, but more receptions: Simmons, Warner, Cager, or Robertson. And you and I both have Simmons as the <laughs> the leader on those four. He's we, got ten. We, he's got ten catches on the year. Tyler Simmons, Lawrence Cager has thirty-two. Oh well, still time. Still time to make it up. Back nine. No, he's there's come not roaring because back. he's Tyler Simmons. There's not time. <laughs> Those 10 were gifts. For the love. Um, Stop throwing him the ball. Stop it now. Uh, All right, Daniel. uh, That does it for segment one. We're going to come back for segment two, uh, which we have some more locks for everybody. All right, Daniel. All right, now's Uh, the time where we make the money. Make the money. Do you want to lead out? Uh, Well, I've got three. How many locks are you giving out for the people? Uh, Well, I... I got four, but I got a couple logs just next to me, Ooh. like we well, said you before. Be, so you four. Be, you better lead out then, because it okay. sounds like you've got more to offer than I do. Uh, I do have more to offer. And Daniel, I'm going to go to the game that you and I, you and I both have picked this game. I'm going to start maybe with some it, disagreement, maybe bring some like, t- tension like into the relationship. Do. Yeah, we do. Hmm. Uh, look, you you stop it right now by saying Oklahoma's good. They're not. You stop it. I don't care what Jalen does. I don't care if Lincoln is the second coming of Bill Belichick before he's even done anything worth noting. I don't care. Baylor Bears are going to rise up and put a hurtin' on that vaunted Oklahoma offense. I'm getting 10 points, Daniel, and I'm taking every one of them. Are you? And I'm saying yes, please. I am. I'm getting Baylor against Oklahoma plus 10. Give me the Bears. I don't know, Clint. Yeah, you do. Is Oklahoma, do. Is Oklahoma good? Um, uh, no. 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 I mean, uh, I mean, but we're talking about when you say that, you're saying Oklahoma's not good compared to Clemson, compared to Georgia, compared Correct. to Ohio State or Alabama or LSU. That is accurate. Oklahoma is not a college football playoff team but clint is baylor a college football hey okay you you shut the disrespect down now okay i'm not i'm not good at basketball okay you understand what i'm saying but when my but when my eight-year-old son and i head out onto the driveway to shoot some hoops, okay? Oh. Um, I still have a distinct advantage. A decided schematic advantage is what I have. Um, Baylor beat TCU last week in overtime by six points. That was the funkiest game in the entire world. That thing just it got was sideways It was nine to nine at the end of regulation. <laughs> and barely. <laughs> okay. You're telling me Baylor's defense is that good that they're going to hold Oklahoma to a low scoring enough point total that like that Baylor's going to have to score 38 points in this game to win it. Do you remember mm. the last time Baylor mm. scored 38 points? Because <laughs> it was once in Big 12 play this year they scored 38 points or more. Um, Baylor beat TCU by six in overtime. Baylor beat West Virginia by three at home. Baylor beat Texas Tech in overtime by three at home. Baylor's not a good team, Clint. Baylor beat Iowa State at home mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma is the much better team, and Baylor has been skating by 
Sure. And this is the time in the season. You just I'm just betting a trend here. This is the oh, time okay. in the season when the lights come on. And when the when lights frauds come on, go down. things get exposed. Yeah. Baylor has there's a reason that they are hanging on by a thread to a college football playoff ranking with an undefeated record because everyone who has half a brain, Tim Brando not included, can Tim, see Tim is excluded from all these conversations. Can see that Baylor's not a good team. Oklahoma is going to run them this week. I think Oklahoma is going to win by 20 points in this game. Well, well, Daniel, uh, Western Kentucky uh, wants to have a word with you with all your Let's stats. Don't. Let's don't <laughs> with Western Kentucky one time. Uh, do you have our record in front of you when we disagree, Clint? Just to, just to give the people just to give the I people actually a, think. I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe uh, you have the edge when we disagree, Daniel. Uh, you're edging that one out. But I you have had the better year overall in terms of locks. Uh, and so good people, true. go with your gut in this game or just stay away from it. Um, uh, but we we disagree. We disagree. Uh, all right, Daniel, since you gave out one because I gave one out, uh, I'm going to go back up to the ugliest blue I've ever seen in my entire life. Look, if you if you ever paint anything this color blue, you need just slapped right across your temple. Not even on the cheek. Temple slap is where you need to be hit. Uh, but that's okay because Mac Brown looks good in a leisure suit of UNC blue. He just he I'm loves. Sorry. I'm sorry. Are you advocating right now that carolina blue is the ugliest blue that there is or the ugliest color uh the ugliest blue not the ugliest color the ugliest blue even the ugliest that, color we know is orange orange is just he, it's putrid even that clint i would argue is a pretty spicy take that's a spicy that, take i mean that is a spicy take i mean boise I state like, electric blue might be I enjoy uglier. some. I enjoy some Carolina blue. The San well, Diego Superchargers. Oh, now that's those, a beautiful those blue. Those powder blues. Yeah, that's those, a, those powder that's, blues are beautiful. Those are pretty it's close. Not the same. It's, the same no, it's, it's close, but not the same. Uh, you, you're going to go bet on Mac, huh? I'm I'm betting on Mac Brown. Mac Brown is back, and he's getting five points against Pitt. All right, I don't know what's happening at Pitt. Pittsburgh can have whoever they want. Mac Brown ain't losing to Pitt, and he's getting five. I think UNC wins outright on the field. Give me, give me the Tar Heels of the Gridiron. Give them, give me five points as well. I'll take them. You get an old Thursday night action. That's what. Uh, that's that's I, the move right there. Somebody, somebody told me. Somebody told me if I want money for Saturday to get in on the Thursday and the Friday night games, and I followed that young man, that wise young man, into mm-hmm. the fray. Daniel, that young man was you. It, he was, and um, first time in a while anybody's called me a young man. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm gonna run with it. Um, uh, all right, my my next lock. I am going to go. This might be one you have to bet down. I bet this early in the week. It's gone up okay. since then. Um, uh, but I'm taking Alabama against Mississippi State. The line uh-huh. currently sits at 21 and a half. Now, if you're scared of that, if you're scared of 21 and a half, you can bet it down to 21, so that you know you still push at yeah. 21. Um, Alabama is going to beat the fool out of Mississippi State. Mississippi State's defense is non-existent this year. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State's offense is hardly any better. Mm-hmm. Alabama is uh, going to be angry. Do you remember that time that a Nick Saban coach team 
mm-hmm. had a tough game, and then they lost. And then mm-hmm. the next week they had a hangover, and they ended up letting it snowball out of control, and they lost again. Do you remember that? Do you remember that time? Uh, nope. No, because it hasn't ever happened, and it's not oh. going to happen this week. Uh, them boys going to be focused. They have everything in their minds to play for, and the only thing they can control about their destiny, which is exactly nothing right now. It's nothing. The only thing they can control about their destiny is how much they run up the score by, and they're going to run up the score. Um. Alabama minus 21 against Mississippi State. That is a stone-cold lock, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is the easiest line if... If I could, this is the easiest line of the entire week. Uh, I I don't know any of the players' names from Mississippi State, but I'm just already I'm sorry for you. If you're a parent Oof. of a Mississippi State player, don't, don't go to this game. Don't, don't watch. watch. Don't attend. Just nope. call your son after the game and make sure he's alive because they are going to beat every single maroon color off of your jersey as they drag you wherever they want. Uh, I'm also with you on this, Daniel, and I'll take the 21 on the hook. Um, give me give me the 21 and a half. I'll, I'll give them all over to Mississippi State as well as a paramedic and a a towel that is white in color because you're going to need it. The first half line of this game should be Alabama minus 28. That's that fair. That is an appropriate first half line. For the whole Correct. game line to be to be twenty one and a half is insane. Is insane. Uh, yeah. All uh, right. By the way, we when Daniel and I agree, locks. we are twelve and three. Oh, twelve and three again. Just that, for the record. So we've agreed twice now on the podcast. Once twice. on Georgia and once on Alabama. Yes. Uh, with one one disagreement. All right, we got more locks to give out, uh, and we will do that in our third segment. But first, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked and get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Last segment, let's get some more money out there, Daniel, shall we? That sounds good let's to me. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who okay. else you got? Who else you got? Um, hey, look, Golden Gophers, good on you. Good on Hello. you. PJ Fleck. They did it. They did it. They, they won the it. national championship. They, they won, well, they won the be- national championship. They put, poured the Gatorade out. They stormed the they field. Did. They did. Hang the if banners. You haven't seen, if you haven't seen video of, uh, of Minnesota storming the field after that game, it looks like a herd of ants. You remember that really stupid, the last Indiana Jones, where Harrison Ford stopped using the walker and got out there and, and acted uh there's this scene in which the ants no i do it. not because okay. no one saw that movie <laughs> yeah so i i saw this one scene somebody somebody i i know has a fear of ants and they showed me this clip where like uh, somebody in it just got overtaken by these i i don't know these beaver sized ants um that's what it looked like when minnesota stormed the field uh it was such a scene uh they are now traveling to play Iowa, all right. There's some sort of, uh, there's some sort of rivalry game here. I don't know what it's called, like the the old leather the big, boot or something the like big that. Ten I don't has know. a rivalry game every single week, and every yeah. single one of them. Spoiler alert, is called the old leather boot. You nailed it. It is like you got it. it. Is. <laughs> every one of them, except and for Minnesota. Except which one is the old the oaken jug? bucket? The oh old yeah, the oaken bucket. bucket. I don't um, know. It's not just a bucket. It's an oaken bucket. They play for the Axe, Minnesota and Wisconsin, right? Is that Minnesota and Wisconsin? Yes. They play for the Axe. Yes, yes, One yes. of them plays for a jug. 
There uh-huh. is a jug involved. Do you remember I feel like NCAA? That's Minnesota, Michigan. Yeah, you're right. I remember NCAA on EA Sports. Remember you you like play those rivalry games. You got that in their trophy case whenever you got those, and I, that's all I remember uh-huh. from the rivalry games. Um, so yeah. I don't know. The old leather boot is gonna go from Iowa. It's getting out of the state. It's going back to Minnesota. Minnesota is getting two and a half. Now I get it. They just had the biggest program win to date, uh, not including. 1908, I think, you know, the last time they were playing with eight other teams for the national championship. Um, Mm -hmm. But Iowa, good defensive team, bad team. Okay. Not a good team. Not a good team. Good defensive team. Not a good team overall. Minnesota, PJ Fleck sees what's ahead of them. They're getting the attention. They're feeling their oats. They're all amped up. I'm getting two and a half. I'm putting my money on the Gophers. Lock it up. Do you know how many times... By the way, this is what's wrong with our society. Good on you for locking up the Gophers. I have no idea how one could do that. It just feels like it's a prime letdown spot. But It does. It does. I'll tell you what's wrong with our society since we're on the topic, and that's why you tuned into this podcast, so I could tell you what was wrong with <laughs> our society. The sociologist, Daniel, this is, this is buckle in, folks. This is going to get what's, real. What's wrong with our society is all these kids these days who are saying things like, this is the greatest win in Minnesota football history. Um, do you know how many AP national championships Minnesota has? Because uh, it's four. I'm, oh, I was going to guess it's, three. It's four. They won the AP national championship in 1960, 1941, 1940, and 1936. They won it three times in five years. Oh, my. Between 1936 and 1941. Uh this is not the biggest win in Minnesota Golden Gophers history. It does happen to be the biggest win of, in the last 50 years yep. in Minnesota Golden Gophers history. But, um, yeah, good on you, like I said, for taking them. Uh, I hope so. I like them. Feel good story. I'll be, I'll be cheering for them to make it to be undefeated when they play Ohio State. Oh, gosh, That would be yes. a heck of a lot of fun. Oh, my heck gosh. Of a lot of fun. I got one more lock, and it is another rivalry game. I don't know if it has a. I don't know if it has a trophy. To be totally honest with you, uh, it is Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, this game is your traditional low-scoring slugfest. Duke it out. Um, I believe, based on a contract both teams signed in the '90s, that it will be pouring rain the entire game. And it, it's and that mandated. Is, that is required. Uh, the field will be stripped of all its grass, and it will become a giant pit of mud. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the game, someone will block a punt and run it into the end zone to score the game-winning touchdown. Uh, this this is kind of a legendary rivalry game in terms of the finishes in recent years. It has all the makings of a close game. That being said. Michigan is favored by 13.5 points. This year's Michigan State team is not the Michigan State team of years past. No. Those teams uh, were spunky. They had grit. They had fight. Um, they had stout defenses. They had uh, tough running games. Michigan State has none of those things. Michigan State is simply bad at football. Uh, Michigan is much uh, a much better team and Michigan, I think, will relish the opportunity. Jim Harbaugh will relish the opportunity to beat a rival, a uh-huh. traditional rival, in a game that 
he he will be much 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 better than uh michigan state and he will relish the opportunity to beat them not by a little but by a lot so i'm taking michigan minus 13 and a half uh also just so you know this is the paul bunyan trophy don't know if you know that there you uh, go wait michigan michigan state is the paul bunyan michigan trophy? michigan michigan state is the paul bunyan trophy and if you also the governor of michigan trophy and if you want to see what Popeye, a Scottish Popeye looks like. Go get oh, a I picture love, of this. I love that Paul Bunyan, Bunyan trophy. trophy. It that is Paul Bunyan trophy is golden. Golden good. It is so good. Um I like that lock, Daniel. Truth be told, I I think I think that's an easy one to lock up as well. Good on you for taking that. It's rivalry week. It seems like each year these rivalry weeks come sooner and sooner, doesn't it? They're, they're just all over the place now. They are. Um, There's a lot of rivalries. I mean, take Georgia, for example. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we just played a rivalry game two weeks we ago. Did. Now we have another rivalry game. Don't we ever. Uh, uh, all you right, got that, any more locks? You got any more no. locks for the people? Or are you all, no, that you doesn't all cleaned out? I'm all cleaned all out. Right. I'm keeping the locks. Well, that's it. I'm gonna, yeah. Listen, yeah, we take this seriously. We only want to give out winners here. That's it. We're trying to, we're trying to keep that record climbing. Uh, so yeah, that's it for us. We will be back tomorrow, Friday, get our last feels on the Auburn game. Talk more Mm. about that. Um, we'll play some fact or fiction. Uh, we will get into some opinions, probably some nonsense. Who in the world knows what we're going to be talking about? Tune in to find out. We will see you guys then. See ya.